Hello and welcome back. Episode 31 of the Try Time Podcast. And for the first time this year, we're back in the studio. Yeah, we're actually here. We've promised, we've promised it for weeks now and it's actually finally happened. And One of us is not at work. Although don't get too used to it because we're back virtual next week. But that is, that's rugby's fault from moving yeah. all the games to Monday night. So how can we record a podcast when the games kick off in about half an hour? Yeah, exactly. That's the thing. So next Monday... Well, next Wednesday we'll be recording it for. You next know, Monday we're recording it for Wednesday. Is what yeah, trying to say. that's what I'm trying to say. Yeah. Yeah. So we wanted to deliver the usual upload schedule, so you're gonna have to deal with our avatars for one more week. And yeah, we're gonna have some subtle changes next time. So keep an eye on our studio setup. We are looking to upgrade that. Yeah, that'll be it. next time we're in studio. That'll all be upgraded and everything. A round of applause to anyone that guesses it right. But that's for a fortnight's time. Yeah, so I reckon we get into Challenge Cup results first. Go on then. So, Catalans 6, Warrington 16. Now, this is one of them where I kind of actually backed Catalans for this one. But Well, I did. I don't know how. I don't know if you've been keeping the tally of our predictions. But they're probably all shit. They are shit. They are shit. Yeah, for both of us, we are absolutely crap. Apart from, I think, Championship, we're not too bad. But well, that's only because half of them are crap. Well, yeah, yeah, I guess, but yeah, what, <clears throat> Warrington sixteen, Catalan six. Think what, like you can't knock Warrington. I mean, at the minute they're actually playing decent rugby. It started off a bit shaky. Well, we can knock one it. person at Warrington. I'm not even going to attempt to pronounce your name, but whoever you are that's just been banned for anti-doping offences. Yeah. There we go. Clickbait title: Drugs found in the Warrington camp. <laughs> yeah, but I guess with this one, it, it's. Thing is with cup, it's like you can review the the results, but like the implication of them are that bit, like you're out of the cup, aren't you? Or you're through to the next round. It's one of them. Yeah. It's, it's knockout rugby. Fair play to Warrington. Huddersfield actually run Saints close, which were I guess not probably was the shock of the round for it. Even though they didn't beat them, they just ran them close. Like, I mean, it's a yeah. I mean, I'm not gonna say too much about it being a less shit performance from Huddersfield when you consider that. Well, they, I mean, it, and I appreciate that it doesn't take much to beat Leeds at the moment. I'm pretty sure an under eight high school team would give them a good game, but... Yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's, it went the way we expect. I think we both had Saints to win. Yeah, I mean, Saints just look like they're not, they just can't lose at this point. I mean, they're winning ugly like that. You know, a good a sign of a good team is when they win, when they, you know, they just grind out these sort of wins, just ticking, ticking scoreboard over, just winning your games, and that's what they've done here. Through to the semi-final, and you kind of can't... It's hard to look at any further than Saints when you think of the Winifot Cup this year, and I do think that's some of the targeting as well. Yeah. So, as well as well as the league, obviously. You wrote that down, Bob. No. Um, you see, he's mocking my handwriting on my notes. It looks was... like you've put Hull FC versus Hull FC. Yeah, I have put that. that you is... have put Hull FC, Hull FC versus Hull FC. Hull FC beat Hull FC is the next game on here. Hull then. FC versus Wigan. That's the one. Twenty points to ten to Hull FC, obviously. Really good game, this. Hull were really good. I think they really kind of... That's where they kind of like stopped Wigan, in a way. You know? Hull FC won racism nil, potentially. Yeah, potentially. If you want to know our opinions on all that fiasco, check out the box in the corner above one of our heads. I don't know if yeah. you're going to be aware on this video. Um, yeah, you get to listen to me chat about racism for about a quarter of an hour, which yeah. I'm sure is a very loving topic. You know it's a serious video when I'm not making jokes and pratting around on a... On yeah, a, yeah, that's true. Like, fair, come yeah. on. I don't do the sit-down talking stuff that often. Yeah. I mean, for this, I, I mean, 
where a couple of weeks ago, Hardacre said he's the best fullback in the Super League, and he, he had he was arguably the worst player on pitch. Well, we know Hardacre at Heading is a very different combination. Yeah, true. Well, let's just we all <laughs> saw twenty sixteen, and we all heard what he called James Child there. Yeah, true. Which ironically, derogatory as it is, wasn't exactly inaccurate. Yeah. Oh. What? Oh. Yeah. Yeah. Well. That, I mean, that doesn't make it right. Let's not oh, no, put no. that out there. We are not condoning. Does it arguably yeah. makes it worse though, doesn't it? I think it does. Yeah. Yeah, it does because it it's, was. Yeah. Yeah, it definitely makes it worse. But there yeah, Hull FC through to the semis again. They're going to be pushing on for cup this year. They've got Saints in next on us. That'll be tough. Wigan disappointed. You know, they just don't seem to be able to do it in knockout rugby as much under under Lamb. But you know, the concert full um, full fledged going for the. Uh, the league now, and we'll have to, have to see how they get on there. But I mean, I did see something horrible in, I mean, horrible in the sense that it's absolutely terrible joke on Twitter. Wigan in the league, Adrian's lamb's face shot onto a photoshopped onto a lion. Wigan in the cup, it was photoshopped onto a lamb. Yeah, yeah. Which is also a good pun as well. It is. Fair. And then we've got arguably the club, well, the closest game of the round went to Golden Point, the only game that did so. Castleford versus Salford, 19 points to 8. And who 18. kicked the drop goal? Oh, Brian. Again. The, he's the king of the drop goals, to be fair. Well, at this point. I mean, it wasn't quite as theatrical as Brad Dwyer's no, effort. But it was a scuffed effort as well. It wasn't, a, it wasn't the cleanest of hits. Can we just say, king of the drop goal, it's got to be Mark Sneed for his fantastic effort that I'm pretty sure went further wide than it did for Yeah, away. it nearly uh, corner, corner flag, yeah. <laughs> that was, I'm pre- I said at the time, I'm pretty sure those two could have done a better job at that. Yeah, definitely. That was abysmal. If you do want to see us get out on a rugby pitch and show how bad we really are... Oh, speak for yourself, mate. Speak for yourself. No, I'm speaking for you too. <laughs> then let us know. We can try and sort that out and we can embarrass ourselves just for you guys and your entertainment. Yeah, but Cass, they'll definitely be happy with that. Obviously, ground out a win, and then Powell's off to Warrington ne- in next round, which is obviously going to be tasty. Oh, I thought he meant next year. No, well, he's off next year, and he's off in next round as well. So Should we just ship him there and get Lee Radford in for the game? Yeah. But Salford, they're looking better. They're showing signs of improvement under Marshall now. And, you know, I, I it think... It not get much worse. Nah, but I think, even though this is a cup and it doesn't really affect the league, I think it's a sign that they're going to stay up in the safe and stuff like that. I mean, you yeah, love Salford, I mean, so, some yeah, of the yeah. dross in... I won't go that far. I literally just wanted them to beat Saints the other year. I didn't want them to beat us. But some of the dross in, in the bottom end of Super League this year, they should hopefully survive. Yeah, well, for them that's up. So, so now yeah. we'll move on to the Superior League, which is the Championship. Oh, I thought we were on NRL. Well. No. <laughs> if we're talking Superior Leagues and Championship, where's Queensland Cup results? Oh, God. Right, so... Sheffield 18, Batley 30. I, I don't know what I called this one, I can't remember. I think this is one of them where you'd kind of, on the, if you've not watched Batley a lot this year, you'd have said she, people were saying Sheffield. Batley, third in the league at the minute, absolutely flying, quality team. Sheffield are doing decent as well, um, and obviously it's a good close game. Batley have come out on top and looking up, looking quality at the minute at Batley, so they'll be happy with that. Then we've got Oldham for. Whitehaven 36, which was arguably the battle, Greg. The, battle, the battle at the bottom, essentially. Um, obviously, they're not necessarily the bottom two, but the two sort of teams that you'd expect to be in and around the relegation scrap. And, you know, I think Oldham will walk away from that very disappointed because I think that's at home, you know, against Whitehaven, that's a big relegation four-pointer. And, 
you know, is it going to spell the end to all of them in the championship? Then uh, it's been a bit rough, you done it for them. Oh, here we go. Puns are out. Next up, we've got arguably the best team in the league playing. So we've got Swinton 22. Bradford. Yeah, that's a good point. Swinton are a pretty good team. Yes. The way they played Oldham in the Challenge Cup earlier on in the year, that was fantastic. They could have given North Queensland a run for the money then. Swinton 22, Bradford 23. I mean, come on. They're a team that literally have car parks for stands and you beat them by a point. Yeah, well, the fact of the matter is we were, 20, we were 23 points to 10 up with wow. about 10 minutes to go. Conceded two tries, made it hard for ourselves and then just about managed to squeeze it at the end. We, but Brad, for the benefit of our YouTube viewers, Bradford, bottlers. <laughs> but we didn't bottle it though, did we? Because we came through, you we came won it. close. We came, cl came close, but overall in the game we played alright. We just had a, a spell where we were just absolutely terrible defensively. A bit like you did for 18 minutes against Sheffield. Yeah, pretty, yeah, exactly. Is, is what it is, isn't it, man? I'm just getting the D's while I can, because let's face it, Leeds are that shite at the moment. They'd probably lose to Bradford as well. Yeah, probably, not, probably. But like like we say, Swinton, have, even though they, beat, they haven't won a game yet, they are... They are playing, you know, decent rugby and have probably been a bit hard done by in terms of like they just haven't been able to squeeze out a result. So potentially Swinton in trouble. London fifty, Newcastle thirty. A London back then. I don't, you know, I think it just seems like Jared Sammet show over there. To be fair, a lot of young sort of. Well, at least they've got some halfbacks now because they started cup like we're playing with no creativity because they're all injured. Yeah, I know they're starting to get players back and stuff now, and obviously Newcastle have got a good young team, and you know, offensively Newcastle this season have shown how, you know, good they are. They're sort of up there with some of the top teams in terms of points scored, and that's the score tries. It's just at the other end where they're struggling, like shipping 50 against London and yeah I know it's London but it's not the London of the past few years is it you know no. what I mean it is a week at London and it side. is still a championship team at the end of the day it's not like the host in Wigan oh no de oh definitely like not. you look at the points York conceded against Wigan in the cup yeah, yeah compare that to what Newcastle are conceding against championship teams and there's a stark difference between the two. Oh yeah well then but even more so if you move on to the next game, Toulouse, well, yeah. Toulouse 70, Witness 0. And this will play at the, Swinton's ground as well. For the sake of the Witness fans, I think we should probably just say no more about that. Yeah. Other than Toulouse do not look like they're going to lose. Yeah, that, I mean, the Toulouse-Fev games are going to be the big games in terms of who's probably not going to be unbeaten. Is that the grand final? They might win one each. They know, yeah, potentially. But, I mean, Widness, I mean, I don't think I've been impressed with what I've seen of them anyway this season. I think they do look a bit shaky, kind of not being able to ground out I don't think they'll go down. Oh, no, oh, 100%, they're not even that conversation, but I also don't think they're in the playoff conversation. No, potentially. That's fair. Not, not there's, some there's some good now. teams, when you've got a team like Batley, yeah, I know it's early doors, but Batley racking up them wins early on. Batley are a team that I think will just fall off the edge of a cliff, you know what I mean? They'll... Yeah, the, the form will draw, but they'll still win some games, you know what yeah. I mean? It's one of them things where, like, if I were going to back a team to come fifth or sixth, I'd maybe say, you know what, Batley might squeeze in there. But obviously it depends how teams like London and Halifax recover. And I guess Witness as well, they've got they've got a chance, but I just can't see it personally. Yeah, they shouldn't on paper have the talent to get some better form on there, but it just hasn't happened yet. Yeah, and then, I mean, we talk about Halifax, they've actually come back kind of a bit of a... You know, up and down sort of start to the season. 36 points to nil against Dewsbury. The sort of win they needed, a bit of a blowout win against Dewsbury. Again, Dewsbury started off strong. They are kind of 
wavering a bit now maybe but they have played some decent teams in the past few weeks so it's kind of understandable but yeah Halifax looking good hopefully they can pick up some form um, for them and then they can push players as well because they have got a strong squad arguably stronger than witnesses really yeah and now we've got the, the big tasty tasty clash of the round York 12 Fev 16 close game yeah again it, kind of this game re- is reiterated how good Fev are I think the fact they've gone to York strong York side and you know they've done a number on them this is the sort of game that you could imagine being the grand final look up end but of year but singing Featherstone's praises fair play to York they've stuck with them Oh, oh, yeah. And we talk about home advantage, but actually, without fans, how big of a deal is that? Yeah, that is true, yeah. Because, to me, this just comes down to how well you know the pitch. Well, both teams play on... Well, what is the pitch at York's new ground? Is it 3G or is it at? No, it is, it's, it's real pitch. It's real yeah, awesome. both Fairly teams so. have a real pitch. Okay, York's isn't on a hill. Yeah, true, it's not as... But, uh, yeah, well, it's newer, isn't it, obviously, so than... Uh, but, yeah, but there still is the travelling. Like, there's still home advantage instead of it, you know, it's a lot less than it was. There is still an home advantage. But Featherstone like, to York is not going to be a notorious commute, is it? They're nah. not going to be tired from travelling, going to the south of France or whatever. Or even up to, to Newcastle or London. Or, well, I'm about to say Wales then, but none of them are in the Championship, yeah. but... Yeah, but I think what it, what I think it is in terms of the home advantage thing is like I don't think York have gotten home advantage there because without the fans and stuff anyway, a home advantage has come from you've got your home dressing room, you've got your home, everything. Your, yeah. It's your club. Like there is a there is definitely a difference between being at home and being away just in terms of like the, the even just like the what you know you know everything there. Do like, a you know, super league and play at home and you're away game. Yeah, well. But I think York, obviously, with a new stadium, don't actually have that home advantage yeah. in them regards. It because it still probably to them feels quite alien to have it as a home ground. Because obviously it's a new stadium, That's everything fair. like that. Like, but again, Fever are flying them and Toulouse unbeaten at the minute, um, up at the top, and then you've got like you back like say battling third, balls are fourth, and that, and down at bottom, Swinton on zero points do need to pick up some wins really. Well, just before we get on to League One, let's go back to the point of home advantage in the fans because. By the time you're watching our next podcast, some of you have probably been lucky enough to go back to a rugby game. Now, I'm pretty... We don't get me on a rant with Sky at the moment because why we are the only club that doesn't get to play on a Monday and doesn't get our fans. Yeah. If anything, Sky should be paying us at this point and a hell of a lot more than the pain the NFL. But anyway. Yeah, I mean, like like we say, that's why next week we are going to be back remote doing the podcast because on Monday, Bradford are playing at home, so obviously I... Well, Fingers crossed everything should go through fine everything. I will be going to that game and then we won't like Don't we'll be able to you might like test LFT positive now on the day before and it'll probably. be a false one and you can't go. Yeah, probably. It, one of them things, in it? But that that's why and obviously that's why because we do next week we'll want to review the results as well. And also we want we want to actually be like what's fans what's the reception to having proper fans back in grounds be? Yeah, as well. And like, I'm not being funny. That. I do not fancy coming down to the studio at the best part of midnight to record a podcast. Oh, no. Oh, I've got obviously. far better things to do in my life when both of us are working the next day. Oh, yeah, de- that's that's thing, definitely. But we'll get obviously, we'll get it done. It'll be remote again. But, you know, it, it doesn't matter. Like, you can cope without us for another week, I'm sh- as much as I'm sure you miss our beautiful faces. <laughs> well, mine. <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, fans back in stadium, is so, it's such an interesting kind of... It's going to be interesting, sort of the role it has to play with these home teams. You know, we're we going to see more home teams winning 
this weekend. Oh, is yeah. there enough fans back yet to cause that? Because I'm kind of thinking this atmosphere is potentially going to be a bit dead. Yeah. I mean, I think the most you're going to get is about 4,000 in, in a ground. In a big ground, that is, as well. Yeah. Like, in a headingly type ground. Well, yeah, big. but I mean, Castle for the game, 3,600, so... Yeah. Yeah, and, you're And as we've already established, they're in a shed. Yeah, that's thing. I mean, that's thing with a lot of grounds. Like you look, I mean, even you know, you look at Tetley Stadium where I'll be going for Bradford games. Like a lot of the fans do crowd together anyway. So when there do is. You check out of your hotel, by the way. Hopefully, we'll only actually have a couple of games at Tetley's, and then we'll be back at Oddsall. Obviously, if you were at Oddsall, it'd be easy to distance. But even at Dewsbury, you don't realise how. If you were at Oddsall, it's easy to distance from pitch. Well, yeah. <laughs> You could just stand around edit pitch and you'd just be just stand on speedway yeah. track half of them. You yeah. sorted. But at Dewsbury it is sort of one of them where you don't realise that everyone is crowded. Like you could easily space people out there because usually people are so crowded together. Um, I think it will be. Will You've be got big seats as well that you'll probably be allocated, which yeah, for seats should be area, easier. Yeah. But oh yeah, definitely. I mean, it's going to be. I think for a team like Bradford, I think realistically we have played much without fans anyway, so I don't think there's been necessarily a clear. Because last season we were playing decent rugby for five, six games that we were playing. But have, again, with like York, with have you got though, a home advantage? Because or is this it, still not quite like home? But I, I actually think with Bradford is, like, I'm not here, like... Yeah, no, welcome no, back to the Bradford Bulls podcast no, but again. Not being biased in any way, but I, Bradford, I actually did, would say that having the crowd there would actually help Bradford, because I think Bradford has probably got one of the loudest, if not the loudest, fan base because it's the biggest fan base isn't it realistically in the championship yeah like you get you get where I'm coming from so I do think that there actually will be some evident there when you go to some games where there'll be a lower attendance it's probably not as much but yeah. I also do think I also yes home advantage is a thing but I think players are getting more get more up for it for example if Bradford are playing away at Swinton like they did this week I know from going to many Swinton away games with Bradford that actually having the away fans there outnumbering the home fans as well it makes that hostile environment of being at a like an alien ground like one that you're not used to obviously in a away ground I think it can actually have more benefits so obviously we're not going to have away fans in grounds until well this is a question June. for you let's assume this Swinton Bradford match takes place a week later do Swinton win with home with home fans in the ground and Bradford having no one maybe that it's one of them where you, it's hard to call and like what I say about Swinton there probably won't be that big of an attendance anyway if there were but even you know even in a, a small ground like at Swinton's it, it, every little helps you know what I mean having a couple of people right, in stand Tesco brand ambassador it, like having a couple of people well not a couple because it'd be a good few hundred maybe touching like sort of a thousand or so in ground would have would have actually helped and it would I think it does for any team but I can't wait I know we're having fans back now I can't wait till we've got the proper away proper like away games away fans in even as a known fan when you're watching a game and you've got a big sort of group of away fans at your oh, own ground it's quality isn't it I, this, I'm going to get into another fixture rant why 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 could we not have played Catalan at home when there was no fans because it's like playing with no fans when they turn up anyway yeah yeah that is and true. again I don't blame the club for that because I I could not afford to fly to England every other week to go watch my team. It's not their fault, certainly not if we get them in the middle of winter. Yeah. But they've been quite nice. I mean, you've still got to suffer that flat atmosphere with full crowds as well. Compare that to like Wigan, 
which normally is a full house. You could yeah. feel the old south stand rocking on its foundations. It was that full. Yeah, yeah. It's one of, one of them sort of ones. That, I, mean, I think that's... It, I mean, you, you find that in championship as well. Certain teams... You know, when if Bradford are playing fair, you can imagine there's a big... Or if Leeds were playing yeah. Wakefield, but yeah. wait, there's no fans because it's on fucking yeah. Sky. <laughs> oh dear, right. I'm not letting you go. So, fans in stadium, positive. We're back in the studio. Fans are back in the stadium from next week. Yeah. We finally... Let us know to... if you are lucky enough to go to a game and what you're going to. And also, June 20, whatever the hell Boris says, we're 21st. all allowed out of our cages. What's the first live game you want us to go to? Be realistic, we're not flying to France and I'm not driving to London. So but other than that, fair game. Knock yourself out. Newcastle. You can do that. It's not far on train. Whitehaven. Why not? There's some nice roads up there. West Get... Wales. That might be a problem. <laughs> One, are we allowed in Wales? Two, <laughs> do they block the roads with their knob ends and sheep? Right, I'm, I'm not touching on that. Not touching on that. I think we. Anywhere, West, in, anywhere in the north of England is fair game. We'll let you vote. It's got to be a time when they're away. Right. Or not on a day where Bradford or Leeds are playing. Yeah. They're your only conditions. Right. So, speaking of West Wales, anyway, we'll get into the league. Yeah, let's result. get on to Sheep Shaggers. <laughs> right. So, we'll, we'll, we won't start with West Wales. We'll start with no. L- London versus the other Welsh team. Crusaders. I got North very Wales. confused when you said London, but you mean Scholars. London Scholars, yes, of course. Um, and Crusaders beat them 44-24. Oh, dear. You can, I think there is definitely a split in sort of League One in terms of the teams, and I think you, you would rank Crusaders above the Scholars. I miss Crusaders. They were a good team in Super League. I mean, they weren't good. We're like Jared Sammer in his prime back in the day. They had everyone back in the day. Ben, oh, we were out. I'm pretty sure I played for Crusaders for a couple of games. Anyway. They had all sorts yeah. of people, didn't they? What were them that were at Castleford? That's what I'm thinking of. Youngquest. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I know what you mean. That's yeah, the guy Nick I'm Youngquest. thinking of. Yeah, yeah. They had some sort of them plays that you don't really think... That they're not really around anymore. You don't really think of them, but they were yeah. all right back I was going to say Luke Dorn, but I'm like, no, even Harlequin, that's definitely the yeah. wrong player. But yeah, yeah it was Youngquest. So, yeah, fair play, Crusaders. Workington beat Hunslet 28-16. You, I know you backed Hunslet in this one. I just said random teams, I'm going to be honest. Did you go for your local? But to be fair... Why not? In the League One prediction, I ranked... I had working and not making the playoffs. and I mean, I had Hunslet up there doing so. And well, Hunslet are the league champions based on the two games that got played last yeah. year. So we had to bat the champs, really. Yeah. Barrow 38, Coventry 20. Again, Barrow are probably favourites to win the league. And the Bears look Co- like they're improving, actually. Yeah, Coventry are probably the favourites to be down there near the bottom with sort of your scholars and that sort Less of thing. Wales. Yeah, potentially. Keithley putting down a statement of intent. Again, probably them and Barrow are the two teams you'd expect up there at the top. 44-18 against Doncaster, who again, I won you'd expect in playoffs. Yeah, can't re- remain you up there. Yeah. Rochdale, 48, West Wales, 16. Again, improvement from West Wales as well, based on... Well, yeah, it'd have been 142 years ago, so that is an improvement. And yeah, Rochdale, again, are going to be pushing players. How's the, br- how's the world's famous Gavin Henson getting did, on? Didn't play. Brilliant. But Chase did. And obviously, That's something. Rochdale again, they're one of them sort of teams where they'll, they'll balance between League One Championship, but they have got that experienced sort of players around that level. Yeah. You'd, al- you'd always expect them to clean up against a West Wales team that's probably not as experienced. Obviously, it's got Chase, but it's not got players who've played, you know, 100 odd Championship League One sort of standards no, games. Fair. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. probably would expect that. But that's it. That's it. Obviously, just fa- just five games in uh, in League One. Gotta love it, nice and quick. 
got it over over and done quicker with. Quicker than Welsh are with the sheep. Yeah, usually this is where we jump into fantasy, but obviously no Super League games this past week, so no fantasy this you week. You can run that bit. I've given yeah. up. No fantasy. I got yeah. bored after week one. After, apparently he's been saying this every week on the podcast that oh, when he's back in studio he's going to say he's giving up because he's not in front of me. And was I right because you've just said that? Yeah, but what was the first <laughs> thing I said to you? I'm like, oh, am I not even in front of you? I've not even checked the table to know. Yeah, well. So, yeah, I don't really care. I only do it for the sake of a podcast video, to be quite honest. Yeah, but, well, well, next week we'll have to see who's sort of up at the top of the then. Yeah, but, I mean, fantasy speak- prem is my main one that I actually bother with because that yeah. has an app that somewhat works. Yeah, it work- that's the thing. I think that's what draws back fantasy super league is the fact that the scores are never updated properly. Should we do that as a one-off yeah. thing for next year? Non-rugby related video. Well, Let's just have a try-time podcast fantasy Premier League. Yeah, if people if people are wanting to be in one, that sort of thing. Why not? We'll right? set one up. If nothing else, we'll see how we get on. Yeah. Oh yeah, we both do it in that, don't we? So we might, as well, might as well. Right, well, speaking of Fantasy Super League, well, let's get into next week's Super League fixtures. Good segue. So, obviously, we've got the game that's not on the Monday. Leeds versus Reiki. Well, Your team. The relegation four-pointer. Well, this is shit versus shit. Oh, I think I'm going to have to go with shit on that one. Now, nah, well, <laughs> I reckon Leeds will, Leeds will beat Wakey. I, I think. bloody up, so... You're, you're in trouble if you don't, are you, really? Yes, there's only Lee left. Yeah. And I mean, I, I can. I mean, I think Lee. And we don't play well against Lee, so we are in big trouble. We're, shit hits the fan if we don't beat Wakefield. Yeah. They haven't got Tom Johnson, which is going to be a bonus. And well, what's going to happen? I'm going to make some bold predictions. Leeds might actually have a halfback. So I think Gale's back. So if he is back, that's a big, big win. Yeah, just to Although saying there, that, he looked like he was about 500 miles off the pace when we played him in round one because he was rushed back. Wakefield will score the custom retry that shows they put some effort in, like they do every week. Yeah. Probably at end of one of the halves. And that's probably all that's going to happen, really, isn't it? Are you back? Are you back in? I've your got boys? to back Leeds. I can't not, but I am very nervous. Yeah, I think it'll be a decent game. To be fair, I'm. I'm also, like I say, going to back Leeds. I think. Well, I'll have to watch it on the app because we can't go to the ground. Yeah. Oh, yeah. True. True. Just go, go on, uh, go like in at people's houses where you can just... Lock them can, at back? Yeah, where you can just stand up. But club owns half of them and they've not let them out this year, so we can't even break in oh, there. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, this is a good point. At least Featherstone fans can sit on the roof of their house and watch a game. Yeah, true, true. Right, Cass versus Hulkear. Cass. Yeah, Cass. I think Hulkear have shown a lot of improvement this year in terms of based on the last couple of seasons. But Cass are looking strong as well, aren't they? So I, think, I do think... It's an easy prediction for Cass on this one. Although, yeah, it is. Okay, I'll give it a good go. Hull FC, Catalans. I think Catalans have had a bit of a dip in form. and I think Hull FC. FC, even though they've lost a couple of games, you know, they've been in them. They've I'm, drawn a game. Yeah, well... First draw since 2018, was it? 18-17, yeah. Since Golden Whichever Point. Whichever Golden yeah. Point came in. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I'm backing Hull FC on yeah, this one. Yeah, it was 18. So it was when we had Ferner and Dwyer kicked one. Oh, fair enough. And Ferner was 19. That was very forgettable as well. And we were shit then. <laughs> You've been shit last few years, to me. We've been shit. Apart from last year's Challenge Cup, we've been shit since Ardacre snorted Kirk. Right. That was the last game we played well. Speaking of Ardacre, we've got Lee versus Wigan. Well, that's going to be Wigan, isn't it? Yeah, I think Wigan are going to want to bounce back from the Cup. 
defeat. I think Lee have got two chances to make it right this year, and both of them are probably against Wakefield. Yeah, they're the bottom two, well, at the minute, and obviously expected. Everyone's expecting it to be a battle between them. Lee haven't done as well as I thought, actually. After that first game against Wigan, first game of the season, you kind of thought they could they could actually do something here but they've let me down a bit yeah well like I said about I think if Lee win that first game of the season the whole the, the whole mentality and everything changes because a game like that they were actually in the game winning at mo- for most of it they needed to win that game they couldn't afford to lose that game Lee have played for me what I thought Hull FC would play like in the sense of they look quite disjointed and off the pace yeah but I think I mean, obviously, you predicted Hull FC to do crap. Oh, that's well. And Hodgson, I mean, you've got to give, you've got to give props to Hodgson. Brett to be Hodgson fair. is done looking bits. like a masterstroke of an appointment. Who knew he would literally walk into a coaching job and actually be one of the most competent coaches in the league? Yeah, obviously, it's early doors still, but there's good signs there. The culture's changed at LFC. That's the big thing. A cult, there's a change in culture there. Defensively, the better. Well, I'd rather have Hodgson than for- Chris Chester, and I think that's a good place to leave that. <laughs> right, well, Saints versus Salford. Saints. Yeah, again... Gonna have to go Saints. I think Salford will probably do better than did last time they played Saints, but Saints oh, are just know. too strong. I don't know. I fancy that to be the blowout of the round, actually. Maybe, maybe. I don't know. Salford have been getting better. So I don't know. Saints have got fans back. Yeah. Because they're playing on Monday. (laughs) Right. I'll try and get this in a couple more times, by the way. That's my mission. Last game at Super League ground, Warrington versus Huddersfield. Warrington. Warrington, yeah. I'm sorry. Ian Watson, you've beaten a crap Leeds team with no creativity by a point. You are not off fraud watch yet. You've got to pull out a result against an actually competent set of players at this point, not the under-18 academy league. Yeah, I think, again, Warrington, I think, are looking really good. Obviously, the cup win against Catalans as well after beating them the week before in the in the league. I think they'll they'll be... You know, I think Warrington have got a lot of confidence going through them. They're one of them teams where early on, you know, they looked a bit shaky maybe week, like round one, but they've actually come back now and... You know, Widdick's looking good, Austin's been looking good, and that sort of thing. They're actually getting a bit of shape going. And I think on the day, in terms of just off-the-cuff playing good rugby, I think Warrington's probably the best for that in league. I think yeah. Saints, you're going to get your stru- Saints' pure structure. The forwards are going to lay the platform, and you're going to get your wingers involved, scoring a lot of tries, Grace and Makington, because that the structured players. Whereas I think you're going to see Warrington score much. Like, if you've got a team on their own line that... Warrington have got probably the most chance of actually going the length of the field to score. I think they've got them off the cuff sort of players. Austin, Widder, yeah. you know, even Ratchford's got that play. Daryl Clark, uh, you know, I've been impressed with Toby King as well. There's a lot of talk about him going to potentially OKR, but he's a, one of the hottest prospects at minute in terms That's of where he's That's a big signing for OKR to pull that off. Yeah, a lot of teams are going to be in after him though because he's arguably one of the best centres in, in league and it, it, for England and in I league, mean, definitely. Let me just say this. Hurrell is out of contract at the end of this season. Do you think Leeds-wise, though, do you think they'll buy a centre or do you think they'll just go sort of Broadbent and Newman? I think Newman and King would be a great partnership and it frees up an overseas quota spot. And as much as I love Hurrell, he's not currently playing like he warrants a new contract. Yeah. Don't get me wrong, I like the guy. I think he's... His charisma is probably the best in the league. Yeah. But you don't pay marquee player wages to Ronnie the Rhino. Which, at the moment, Conrad is effectively Ronnie with a lion's mane. Yeah. I know what you're meaning, but... I think... It, I mean, you say right, about... Photoshop job for you. 
you got to get Xavier Woods playing his stupid tuba and Conrad Hurrell's face photoshopped oh, on. God. There you go. Right, but, you can note that down as your job on edit this week. <laughs> but I think in terms of, uh, like you say, King and Newman, that sort of thing where in four or five years, well, not, maybe not even that, maybe three four years' time, that's England's centre partnership potentially like yeah, There's that much potential. And maybe Brad Bent at fullback now is the best Jack at fullback at Rhinos. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> right. There well, you go. Controversial opinion. Right. Next game. We'll move away now from uh, the Super League fixtures over to the Championship Superior League, like we've said. So we've got yeah. Batley versus London. For me, I'm going about Batley. I'm going to say Batley. Oh, and Batley are on form. You know, every, you're kind of thinking, oh, when are they actually going to lose a game? The duel loss. Not or this week. Not this week. I think they'll be too strong for London. I yeah. think. Batley have got some really good structure that they're throwing around as well with halfbacks and that sort of thing. So I'm, I'm, I'm impressed by him, to be honest. Next up, Fax versus Sheffield. I'm back in Fax. I think Sheffield have deteriorated a bit since the first sort of week or so when they obviously beat Bradford. They Fax sat on the Close game, no. Don't get me wrong, close game. For the sake of going something different to you and having a bit of interest in this, I'll go for Sheffield. Sheffield, yeah. Then we've got Whitehaven versus Toulouse. Toulouse. Up at Whitehaven. To lose. Unless it's absolutely pissing it down muddy as then all. Then lose will only win by a few points. Yeah, maybe. But why even have got a, they've got some good little players, but yeah, but again, to lose have got you, a better squad. Yeah, you can't really look away from to lose on that one. Witness versus York. York. York, 100%. I they think won't score 70, but they will come away with the two no, points. I think it might be 69. No. Oh, of course you'd want that number. No. <laughs> Too bad, I, just, I literally just subjected one off a of 70. Yeah, yeah, alright. Right, Bradford versus Newcastle. With fans, we've my we've, heart we've, said a Newcastle, but my head says Bradford. With me and with all Bulls fans in attendance, with drum going and stuff. Oh well, that says it all that you are fit in one game. We can't get all our season ticket holders in a single match. There's too many of us. Yeah, well, thing we like Bradford is a lot of people like I know they just didn't renew the season ticket because they didn't know they'd be able to actually go to games. And because so. you literally checked into someone else's apartment. Well, yeah, all. A lot of people don't like because, like for me, I bet you'll get more back when you go back to Lodzo. Yeah, well, I mean, it is actually, it is actually a decent distance between the two. For me, I live in the middle of them both, so for me, it, well, the this is a good point because it. Leeds side of Bradford, you're laughing. If you're out the other way, like, going more towards the Huddersfield side, yeah, are you? If you go, that's like, a long ass trek to get to Jewsbury Stadium. Other side. Other side of Bradford City Centre. So you're talking like Keithley Wick. Like yeah, Keithley we're talking Wick. at yeah, especially if Keith. you're yeah, if you're on North Edge, you've got to come through Bradford. Come through and Bradford and all the way along. Really, yeah. That's an awful journey, actually. Yeah, well, it's a good hour, isn't it? Probably with traffic. Well, M six or six for that four hours. <laughs> yeah, true. I'm gonna actually. It is a non rugby opinion. M six or six worse motorway than the M twenty five in UK. M six is shortest motorway. M six or six shortest motorway in Britain. It's still shit. In, I know, ter- I've in terms of smiles per mile, it's got to be at the bottom with the M25, which I'm sorry, is literally just a slug. Yeah. Anyway. Swinton versus Dewsbury. Swinton on zero points, remember? Mm. I'm backing them this week. Swinton are going to get yeah, off the gonna line. Yeah, they're going to get off. They're going to break the door. They'll beat Dewsbury. Yeah. And then lastly, Fev versus Oldham. Is there an upset? No. No. Nah, it's got to be Fev on it at home The as only well. upset is going to be from the Oldham fans that trek to go watch the team get hammered. Yeah, well, the Cacks are Norway fans. Is it at Fev? Yeah, it's at Fev. Oh, well, even better then. <laughs> Flat Cappers will be out one. as well. They'll be scrapping. 
Oh, they'll be all on roof. <laughs> ah, and we're in bother going around. They've got a freebie going up on terrace. Right, and we'll finish off as predictions with League One. So we've got Crusaders versus Hunslet. Crusaders, why not? I'm backing. Form. I'm backing Hunslet. Go on then. West Wales, interesting. West Wales versus Coventry. I'm backing West Wales on this one. Do you know? I don't know. I'm not going to be honest. Not 100% interested. But I have a fantastic Coventry football manager save going at the moment, so I'm going to go Coventry for that Coventry. reason only. Right, Workington versus London, scholars. Workington. Workington, it's got to be honest. My gallery want Broncos. The tie of the round, Barrow versus Keefley. That's a tough I'm going to say Keefley. Keefley are looking quality. Um, Doncaster versus Rochdale. Donny. Yeah, I'll, that'll be a close one as well, that. So Doncaster, Doncaster probably just edged that for me as well. And that's it for his predictions. Cool. But that's it. None that's of... probably all shit then. Yeah, probably all going, going to go to shit. Like... So when Saints lose the first game this season, Lee managed to pick up two points. Wakefield put nearly a century past Leeds and... Toulouse and Feb both get beaten, don't go and beat him. And Widnes thrash York 69 yeah. <laughs> yeah. instead to quote Cam's favourite number. Then we know we show exactly how genius we are. Yeah, probably. But yeah, let us know your predictions and that sort of thing down below. Let us know if you prefer the studio. Obviously, like you see, you can probably tell we're a bit rusty. We haven't been in the studio in nearly a year now. Well, all our technology is broken. Yeah, hence yeah. why we've got one mic plonked in the middle. Spoiler about what might change in two weeks. Yeah. Hopefully, if the audio sounds shit, that's why. Yeah, in terms of... Like obviously we're gonna have like we said some new mics, we're gonna have get like kind of a more of a backdrop sorry, like make it feel more Well, we want to. Yeah, it's always what we've wanted to do, but we've we've always been sort of like without we were starting up and then we had to stop because of COVID. Then we went back in for a bit but like we didn't have enough time to actually arrange stuff and then we had to go then we're back at home again yeah. and now we're and back for a week, then we're at home again because you're working and Sky have well, not well, Sky. Sky have up. fucked up for Leeds, but the rest of us having to go back on Monday yeah. have been moved. And then we should be back to normal. Yeah, hopefully back to normal then. And like we say, we'll try and get, obviously, the equipment everything will be improving. Because now we're actually back in studio, it's kind of easier to, to actually get stuff sorted and planned. And like yeah. we were saying, all these ideas and stuff that we've got for, like, Saturday videos, like, more real life, going to games and stuff like that, and them sort of videos, we'll actually be able to do now, which we haven't been able to do. That's why it's sort of been... And also, a lot of the time, that actually works well not doing them here. Yeah, so um, hopefully that means we can bring the more appropriate content to you and keep that as high as we can. Yeah, and keep stuff fresh as well. There'll be more different content, you know what I mean? Some stuff will be more... He's like, finished uni and you should see the list of editing things he's got to do for the relaunch of rugby this week, which I'm sorry is going to be full of memes, of joking about. Yeah. Oh, yeah. That's going to be the fun show of the week. Yeah. And yeah, he's got to edit it all, so F's in the chat for Callum. Yeah. Yeah, we'll get that sorted. But other than that, I think we're signing off. First one back in studio. Yeah. Welcome back for... We'll see you in two weeks. Yeah, two weeks back in person next Enjoy week. Enjoy our avatars next week. Yep, and uh, we'll catch you later. See you later.